Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose. This is TMA with Nick Hamilton. Wake your goat mouth ass up. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what this is coming down through the audience, but look like he just came out of the basement. TMA with Nick Hamilton. You know what I'm saying? Thank you because because now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on this planet. Hope everybody had a great weekend and a great start to the new week. Lots to talk about on this episode. Your man, John Gruden, out here on the Apology Tour. Do we believe it or do we leave it? Also, we'll get into Evander Kane. What's going on with him? He just got out of one scandal. Seems like he's he's back into another scandal. And oh, yes, Justin Herbert, Pat Mahomes. The saga continues. All of that and more here on TMA with Nick Hamilton. Now, what I need you to do is follow me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA. You can also follow me on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213. Of course, we are back in the saddle. The key car continues to work. This show is not canceled, unlike some Southwest flights out there, unfortunately. And so here's the thing, though. I always talk about effective communication. If you ever listen to this show, I always talk about the importance of effective communication. Because if you cannot communicate effectively, you will not get to the destination that you desire to get to, whether that be in life, whether that be on the field or the ice, whether that be just getting to wherever you need to get to. And I say that because a friend of mine, who was also one of the hosts on the show that I have on another network. She actually went back to Colorado to handle some business and uh, to see after her family. And so now she's been stuck in the airport for at least a day and a half or so. Thanks to Southwest and Southwest tried to lie and say that, Oh, it was due to some type of, of weather conditions, which is a complete crap and a complete load of BS because we all know that the pilots decided to walk out because they were being forced to take the vaccine. Now, I understand the pilot's perspective. No, you know, I understand if that's their decision, that's their decision. But Southwest knew that this was going to happen 11 hours to 12 hours prior. And they did not inform the passengers of what was going to take place and did not have a contingency plan in place as a result so thousands upon thousands across the nation are stuck in airports or they're taking flights to other destinations and and hoping that they will be connected to another flight to get them to their final destination and i say communication because communication can also help you and it can hurt you and in the case of john gruden communication has hurt him I say that because recently email surfaced from, I believe, approximately eight to 10 years ago. In an email, which is documented, John Gruden criticized NFL PA president and director DeMora Smith. Now, DeMora Smith has been the NFL PA director or president for quite some time. And of course, if you don't agree with him, that's fine. He called him uh, DeMorris, DeMorris Smith, which I didn't have a problem with. Hey, 
People get criticized all the time. I've called people idiots on this show because I felt like they were complete idiots or morons. I get it. You call somebody dumb. Hell, I'm sure people have called me dumb and stupid. Fine. I don't care. That's your opinion. Opinions like buttholes. Everybody got one. That's fine. But to go into a racial component, that's where he crossed the line. And the fact that he used a stereotypical reference as it pertains to black people when it comes to the size of our lips, when it comes, and, and he said that his lips are the size of Michelin tires. That is a racist statement. Now, for some of you out there that think, oh, it's in the past. No, 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 no. The past, the chickens have come home to roost. And in this case, this is probably not the first time John Gruden has said some racially insensitive rhetoric. It's probably the first time he's been caught or it's been on record that he said this. But it doesn't surprise me because if you are if you are a racist eight to 10 years ago, you're a racist now. And if you're not a racist, then you don't say racially insensitive things. And don't get me started about black people being racist, because as I said time and time again, black people cannot be racist. If you know the term of, of racism and what that definition is, then you wouldn't say that. Because you sound like a dumbass if you do say that. Because you have no idea what the what the definition of racism truly is. And so John Gruden addressed the, well, if you can call it addressing it. When John Gruden came out and said, quote, I don't have an ounce of racism in me. Really, John? Is that right? Is that what you want us to believe? So... If you don't have an ounce of racism in you, then why do you make racially insensitive statements and racist statements? Because a person that doesn't have racism in them doesn't make racist statements. And you, sir, made a racist statement. Yeah, he didn't call him the N-word. Yes, he didn't call him a coon or porch monkey or whatever. The other terms that I could use on this on these airwaves that are refer reference to black people. But Historically, for centuries and decades, it's always we've always been talked about the shape of our lips, the broadness of our noses, the colors, of, the color of our skin and our skin tones have always been used against us and used in a racially insensitive manner. So for John Gruden to come out and to say that he doesn't have an ounce of racism in his body, I'm all stocked up on BS so you can move that down the street because I'm not buying it. And the and it doesn't and the, and doesn't surprise me because it was also discussed on uh, the NFL show on NBC where Mike Tirico and Tony Dungy had a kumbaya moment and decided to let it pass. Now I wasn't surprised at this because these two have notoriously have looked the other way when it comes to black folks and people of color uh, being being targeted in a racial in a racist manner. Not surprising. It's sad still to this day that these two can sit up there and have the audacity to look the other way and to go on the whole hands around the campfire and seeing Kumbaya like everything is all good, which is not. And two black men, mind you, or at least black men in face, have you know, sit on national television. I felt Randy Moss's emotion more so than I felt Mike Tirico and Tony Dungy, because at least Randy Moss was making sense, even though he got upset, which I understand him being upset because I was upset, too. And the fact that this man, Randy Moss, actually played in the NFL. This man has been around John Gruden 
in certain circles and to have a man come out about this. And I'm, and don't get me wrong. John Gruden said some other disparaging things. And I've said to people many, many years ago, John Gruden is not the dude you think he is. I don't give a damn if he's for the Raiders, if he's coached in Tampa Bay. He is not the guy you think he is. This is the same guy that took credit for a man who built the team that won him a Super Bowl, mind you, and never gave Tony Dungy credit. This is the same dude that has said some disparaging things that players have alluded to in times before. And nobody wanted to hear it. So can you imagine being in the locker room now for the Las Vegas Raiders and having to coach and, and, and take instruction from a guy that makes fun of you and thinks that you're less than? I mean, really? How do you how do you deal with that? And nothing happened to John Gruden. There was no suspension. There was no fines. There was nothing, which I totally expected nothing to happen. I would be more. I would be shocked if something did happen. I would be shocked if the NFL, or let's not even say the NFL, Mark Davidson Company decided to suspend John Gruden for a week or two. I would be more shocked at that. But the fact remains. You allow this man to continue coaching as if nothing happened. I don't give a damn if it was 10, 10 years ago or 10 minutes ago. The fact that he said it and had a half-ass apology that pretty much was written out for him because I read the apology. It looked like somebody wrote it for him and he just memorized it and tried to memorize it the best way he could. The fact that you say you don't have an ounce of racism in your body is not an apology, sir. And I've never been a fan. I think the man is incredibly knowledgeable about football. I'm not taking anything away from him on that. But when it comes to the individual and the level, the lack of accountability that he displayed, I don't give a damn who he is. You, sir, have made racially insensitive comments that you have not atoned for. And nobody's going to hold you accountable. So why, why would you hold yourself accountable? If nobody else is going to, if I said some stuff about any other group of people like that in public, this network would fire me. They would can my show. They would cancel me faster than a Southwest flight. Okay? If I said anything about the LGBTQ community, if I said anything about women, if I said anything insensitive about that, they would cancel me on the spot. But don't be a head coach in the NFL that happens to be a white man. Because you're not going to catch hardly anything. And that's the sad double standard that we live in today's society. If I'd have said something like that about another race of people, I'm done for. John Gruden says it. He continues to keep his job, makes a half-assed apology, and continues on coaching. That's why they got their behinds kicked on Sunday. Karma. Karma. And it ain't going to get any easier. And I wish, I personally wish I was in that locker room for post-game on Sunday. Because the questions I would have for John Gruden, they probably would have revoked my credential. Because I ain't letting you off the hood, buddy. I'd have asked you, really, it's not a racist bone in your body? Then what makes you say something like that? And why would you say anything like that about another person? I know plenty of, I have Caucasian friends. I have Caucasian associates. They have never said anything that I know about 
into my face or behind me or to other people about other races. And I don't get that energy or that vibe off of them. You know why? Because it's not in them. If it ain't in you, it's not going to come out of you. So congratulations to John Gruden. Got away with one or a couple or Lord knows however many. And he'll continue to get away with it. So he'll say something else racist. It'll come out. Don't worry. He'll say something else. And some of y'all out there will probably just forgive him and forget. Sad part about it is people that look like me, some of y'all that continue to forgive nonsense like this, that's why it continues to happen. Until you start putting people's feet to the fire and holding them accountable, there's no repercussions behind their actions. All right. In other news, we'll get it back into the NFL. Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield. If you were out at SoFi Stadium on Sunday, you were there for a treat because it looked, it reminded me of a of an old college football game. It was definitely a football shootout of epic proportion. Baker Mayfield, Justin Herbert. Let me tell you something. Justin Herbert is a star in the making. Justin Herbert is destined for greatness. Watching this team this year, and I've covered the Chargers since 2014, in case some of you just not joining this show. I've covered the Chargers since 2014. This Los Angeles Charger team is different than I've seen in many, many years. This Charger team has so much no quit in them. And, I, and, and usually teams take on the personalities of their coaches. And watching Brandon Staley coach this team from top to bottom, having the coordinators that he's been able to assemble, and having the players believe in his system and to believe in him, and therefore he believes in them. And you hear from the players all the time how much Brandon Staley will take chances, how much Brandon Staley will believe in them, and, and, expect, and the level of expectation he has for these players is remarkable. And we saw it on Sunday where Vizcaino missed a field, missed an extra point that had the, the Browns leading by one, 42-41 in the fourth quarter. Now, naturally, the old Chargers would have folded like an old, like old broke-down chair from outside of Home Depot. But not this time. The Chargers battled back. And they battled back in a way to a point it was so funny how the defense, first of all, shout-out to Joey Bosa and Jerry Tillery on that third down, that third down stop, because that was huge deep into the Chargers zone. Chargers get it back. Uh, Justin Herbert moves down the field. Now, mind you, Austin Eckler is not trying to score. He is not trying to score. And I said, I said, I said it on Twitter. If you go back to my Twitter, and I said it even to some of my colleagues, clock management is going to be key with under with just a little over two minutes left because they have two timeouts, two minute warning. They're going to force the Browns to burn their timeout. So clock management is going to be key. And so to have clock management the way that Brandon Staley has executed it, and then Austin Eckler got the bush push. Because the Browns are like, no, we're going to let you score. No, 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 no. And they let him score, which was smart in the long run. And so when you look at the overall mentality of this Chargers team, the Chargers end up winning the game, obviously. But when you look at how much confidence and faith that these players from Austin Eckler to Keenan Allen to Mike Williams to Derwin James, all of these guys have so much confidence and faith in this young quarterback named Justin Herbert. It is absolutely astonishing. And, and Herbert continues to be like, hey, it's about a team effort. He doesn't shine off on like it's him. And I'm like, bro, take your flowers while you can get them. It is about you. 
Yes, the team performed the way they performed, but it's about you. You are the engine that moves that team. You are the engine that keeps that team going. If you play bad, everybody else plays bad. So you got to understand, dude, it's okay to take what you need to take. Because let me tell you something. If Jake giving me giving me my flowers on this show, and the fo- good folks at SiriusXM and Slam Real give me my flowers, you best believe I'm taking those flowers and I'm planting my stake in the middle of the field. Yes, it's a team effort, and I appreciate everybody that I just mentioned that puts this show together. But let me explain something to you. I'm definitely going to take mine when it is due. And we are now due up for a break. Coming up on the other side, the WNBA Finals. Candace Parker, can she get ring number two, or will it be ring number four for Diana Taurasi? We'll get into that, as well as the W25, and who is truly the GOAT. Also, Evander Kane. Ugh. My man stays in controversy. We'll get into that on the other side of the break. You're checking out TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM, Slab Radio 145. Stay tuned. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungo Bailoa. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio, Sirius XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community. And know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad oh. idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing, you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. And then oh, you give me that puppy look back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Good thing nobody can see you crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometime. <laughs> good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. 
I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And, uh, and the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word one. And in the word impossible, it's possible. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know. You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2249, iHeart Latino. All right, everybody, welcome back to TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Now, the WNBA finals have, have gone underway. We all know, listen, if you watch the WNBA playoff game on Friday night against the Aces, against the, the Phoenix Mercury, it, you could script a better game than that. Down to the wire, down by two, Asia Wilson, the star that she is, takes the ball, gets blocked by Brittany Griner. Obviously, there's a foul, seven-tenths of a second. Brittany got it. Brittany Griner goes and knocks down two free throws. The hurt that you see out of Asia Wilson, it hit, it hit, it hit, it hit pretty deep for me because when you cover a team, and any 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 reporter can tell you this, or beat writer can tell you this, when you cover a team, even though you're supposed to be neutral to some degree, you have an have an affection for the team that you're covering. You have a little bit of a soft spot for the team that you're covering. You're not you. I'm not afraid to criticize, but I'm also not afraid to give credit where it's due. I'm probably the most one of the one of the most balanced people that you're gonna find when it comes to covering a beat because I'll I'll praise you as much as I'll criticize you. Win, lose, or draw, I'ma still be here. That's always been my mentality since I got into this game. But when you saw Asia Wilson being as distraught as she was, and and you know, screw you people that, that wanted to criticize her and, and had no compassion for her and want to Oh, man, how could she be so distraught not to talk? Well, that tells me you, sir, are a loser because only losers talk like that. Because if you weren't distraught and you weren't so upset because you wanted it so bad to win at anything, whether it be basketball, whether it be things in life, if you're not that distraught, if you work so hard for something, you're lazy and you're a loser. Now back to the lecture at hand. Asia Wilson is a budding star. I mean, she's an Olympic gold medalist. She's an MVP. I mean, she's a collegiate winner. Only thing's missing from her resume is a WNBA championship. And she's going to get that by the time she retires from the WNBA. She is going to, she may have two rings by the time she's retired. She's that good. She's that box office. And it and, and, and to have them up at the podium, I mean, it was tough to watch. Just as a person who happens to be a reporter, it was tough to watch. I have to ask a question because Bill Lambeer said that he felt this team need to develop more mental toughness. Well, I'm like, you can't get me mentally tough 
more mentally tough than what you've seen out of this group. I mean, this group won the first game in the series, got beat twice in two games, blew out a team in Phoenix that was star-studded and stacked, and then came and forced the game five to come back home. It doesn't get more mentally tough than that. And then it came down to a bucket. I can't agree with Bill Lampier on that. And so I even asked Chelsea Gray about that. And it it it, it kind of bothered me to even ask her that at, at the time that I had to ask her. But it be, again, doing my job, I got to ask the questions. And you see Asia Wilson and you even see Kelsey Plum. I mean, they are upset. They are hurt. They are brokenhearted. And to me, that is a sign of a team that is going to be very lethal next year. They make the right moves. I don't know who needs to go. I don't know if Liz Cambage should stay or go. I don't know if Bill Lane Beer should stay or go. I think the Las Vegas Aces personally need a coaching change because everything that Bill Lane Beer has done up until this point, you've gotten only so far, man. You haven't gotten to, you haven't gotten to the mountaintop. And I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but maybe they, maybe the, the, the Aces need a different voice in the locker room. Sometimes you need that. But for the other locker room in the Phoenix Mercury, Sandy Bardello done a phenomenal job with that team. I mean, who would have thought the Phoenix Mercury would be in the WNBA Finals with all the adversity they've gone through with the, the injuries to Diana Tarazi, the, the superstar that she is and what she's meant to the game of basketball as a whole. I mean, Brittany Griner has really put a lot on her shoulders. I mean, Skylar Diggins-Smith and what she's done, Shay Petty. I mean, all those ladies have really put in a lot of work. They've gone through the ups and downs of the season. And then the Chicago Sky. I mean, it's Candace Parker, who left the Los Angeles Sparks, who I would never think she would have left the Los Angeles Sparks. I thought she was going to retire a Spark, much like how we saw Kobe Bryant retire a L.A. Laker. That's how much I revered, I revered Candace Parker. I have so much tremendous amount of love and respect for Candace Parker and what she's done for the game of basketball as well and what she's done for the city of Los Angeles with bringing another title to the Sparks and then competing for another title the following year, who came up short. And... When you hear about the text messages from Candy, excuse me, uh, Courtney Vandersloot and convincing Candace Parker to come to Chicago in time to come back home, and you see the impact that Candace has had over the entire season when she went out with that ankle injury for about seven or eight games, that team was not the same team. And then when she came back, how that team went on a winning streak, and they were a 500 team that got in the playoffs and ran the gauntlet. And now they are up one nothing in the WNBA Finals. Kalia Copper, my goodness gracious, that girl was out here in the basketball streets balling. She was on her Jim Jones balling because that's exactly what she was doing. And Candace Parker stepped up, but her leadership and even head coach James Wade said, you know what, before the game, there was a lot of jitters because a lot of these, these young ladies have not been in this situation before. Candace Parker was probably the closest because she was in the WNBA uh, finals, I believe, in 17. But even Candace said, look, we are a confident bunch. That's why I came here. But we also know another reason why she came, because there was another dude gracing the sidelines in L.A. who are, who are now watching the WNBA finals on his couch because he couldn't get the job done. And you allowed your superstar, not star, not potential star, your superstar to walk away for nothing. Another star in the making in Chelsea Gray, the point guy. 
who now plays for the Las Vegas Aces. You allowed her to walk away. So now Candace Parker is about to compete for her second WNBA championship. And the way that the Chicago Sky have been playing and the Phoenix Mercury, even though they look gassed and Diana Taurasi can say all she wants, how fatigue didn't play a factor. They just got their asses kicked. Yeah, you did. But you guys were gassed. Make no mistake about it. That game five win was emotional as well as physical that you had to play on the road. So, yes, you guys were gassed. It's okay. Even your head coach said fatigue played a huge factor in that loss. And I do expect the Phoenix Phoenix Mercury to make significant adjustments in game two on Wednesday. Absolutely. But I don't see they have – I don't think they have uh, – they, they have – do they really have a plan for Candace Parker? Stephanie Dolson? Kalaya Copper? Courtney Vandersloot? Quigley? I mean, the Chicago Sky Roller and James Wade is keeping that team – Sound and focus. And I really do. I would love to see this brother win a championship. For all he's had the criticism he's had to take over the course of the season. And you talk about racially insensitive, you know, jokes and, 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 and statements that were made towards him. Questioning his intelligence because he comes, he has a sudden draw. That means nothing. That man is as, as, as intelligent as they come. I've covered this team throughout the entire season. That man is as, is as intelligent as they come. Great guy, high basketball IQ, knows how to coach his players, knows how to prepare his players. Oh, yeah, and it does help that he has Candace Parker. It does help. Part of the WNBA 25, I might add. And even Lisa Leslie praised her leadership and said this is probably the the best leadership example that she's seen out of Candace in her entire career. And that says that speaks volumes. Because we all know she played with Lisa Leslie her rookie year. The same year she won the MVP and the rookie of the year, by the way. Yeah, that was D. Candace Parker. Put some respect on her name. Everybody wants to high praise Diana Taurasi, and I get it. I like Diana Taurasi. She's always been cool with me. I, I, she's, she deserves every accolade that she gets. But we're not going to sit up here and negate everything that Candace Parker's had to go through. She's dealt with and overcame. And the pressure that she's had coming out of the University of Tennessee She's had probably more pressure than LeBron James for the level of expectation that's been placed on her. So we're we're not going to dare not put respect on the name of Candace Parker. Because let me tell you something. Candace Parker, she's already a first ballot Hall of Fame. She wins another ring. What more does she have left to prove? What does she have left to prove? Really? Like, what? Tell me. And that's not to say that the Phoenix Mercury, they may win and Diana gets her fourth, her fourth championship. Absolutely. Let's put some respect on Diana Taurasi's name, too. And it was also brought up about Diana Taurasi and Candace Parker and why they don't really rock with each other. And Candace, as brilliant as she is, gave a, a fantastic answer. I respect her as an opponent. I respected her as a teammate when they played together in Russia. But if you know, you know, I'm not going to be the one to tell you what, what transpired. I do know, but I'm not going to I'm not going to be like an old refrigerator and can't hold water. Nope. If you know, you know. Oh, man. What else has been going on? You know what? 
I might read my man Jake in for a quick second. You know what's interesting, dude, about the NFL? What's that, bro? The fact that oh, we all found out that is, is is anybody a deadlock in the NFL for the Super Bowl? Because I know we all put out Super Bowl predictions. Man. But damn, I'm starting to edge <laughs> off my Super Bowl prediction, at least on one team. And that team is the Kansas City Chiefs because oh, my the goodness. Chiefs don't look like the Chiefs that we were accustomed to seeing. Now, I know the defense is, is is lackluster and and they couldn't they couldn't guard a, a standing trash can. But <laughs> I mean the Rams, they're they're they 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 I mean they own that that Taleb Kwali just to get by. Yeah. But <laughs> but they're doing it. You know, but they're doing it. But the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean Buffalo went in there and whooped them like they stole something. That that's one of the biggest surprises. The AFC West. I mean, look, you know I'm a Charger fan, die hard. I love my squad. I didn't see four and one. I saw maybe three and two, did not see four and one. Who saw the Chiefs going the way they're going? Who saw the Dallas Cowboys being four and one? No one that- saw that. That is the biggest outside, and they showed yesterday. They, sh- I mean, excuse me, on Sunday rather. Yeah. They showed the the rookie coaches and how, who had the better record. And Brandon Staley has actually has the best record at four and one. Yeah. When you talk about four and one with the Dallas Cowboys. I did not see the Dallas Cowboys. No one did. Four and one. Nobody right saw now. them. Now I did pick them to win the the, 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 the NFC least. But it's a gar- yeah, it's like a it's garbage, garbage division. We all know that right. you can win that division right. eight and eight. Let's let's be real about it. You know, but a, a, a college football team could win that division. Yeah, I, I, you know, if, if you, me, and like nine other media members got together, we might be able to get a wild card. Let's be real with it, you know, because <laughs> that division wow. is trash. But no one saw four and one, and their defense is so stellar this year. No one saw that coming, and I, you know, it's good for the league when the Cowboys are good, though. It's good for the league, but damn, didn't they come to the annoying ass Cowboy fans? That, that's the only fallback for God. They are <laughs> annoying. Like my timeline is full of Cowboy fans. Oh my God, this is our year. Yeah, you guys been saying that since nineteen ninety six. For real, ever, ever since our third Super Bowl. <laughs> it's, it's is it? Oh my goodness! But is but, it really your year? It's been the year every year since I think I was like you know in the Navy, bro. Like. Who got dropped? All eyes on me. It's been your year. When is? <laughs> but I mean, you gotta give them credit for for having the faith though. All these years, it's finally their year. Maybe, maybe. But listen, you know. <laughs> faith, foolishness, or presumption. I don't. No, no, no. Sounds, sounds like the 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 title of my new book coming out. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the NFL is full of, uh, of unpredictable uh, uh, madness this year, and that's good. That's good. Like they always say, parody is good for the league. You don't want somebody you know is going to win. You know, like we knew the Chiefs were going to dominate. You know, and all this stuff. But you, I love seeing the Bills and how they're just like. Defensive monsters. Josh Allen's coming into his own. He, he is a bona fide star, and I love it. Justin Herbert. I know he's going to be good, but like you always say in your words, the man is box office. This kid's going to be the truth. So there's no telling. There's no telling. I, I think the Raiders would have been real good until this Gruden thing happened. You know that he's divided the locker room. So I don't. I don't. I, I, I never have faith in the Raiders because here's the thing with the Raiders, right? The Raiders are unpredictable, like LA weather. You cannot. <laughs> you don't know which team is going to show up week right. in and week out. And I and and once they were exposed by the Chargers on Monday night, oh, I knew they yes. were not going to be the same moving forward. Yep. But I tell you what, I got a new. I have a new respect for Josh Allen. I never thought Josh Allen was bad, 
I thought it may be a, te- a, te- a tendency of being overhyped in yes. the beginning because yes. trying to find their next quote unquote savior. And so I felt like, okay, Josh Allen, yeah, okay, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. But then as I watched Buffalo more and more ever since last season, and I'm watching them, obviously they didn't have a great outing in the in the very first game against the Steelers. But as they moved forward, it seemed like they learned a lot from that game. Man. And when I watched them going to Arrowhead, which is never an easy place to play, when you had the Kansas City Chiefs on a Sunday night football game. Yeah. And they went in there and whooped the Chiefs like they stole something. Yep. And to me, the way Josh Allen had so much command and poise throughout that game, especially in the second half, yep. that showed me a lot. And it seemed like Pat Mahomes came completely unglued at certain, at certain spots in the second half. The team itself, they've got to build up their defense. You cannot, your defense, your best defense cannot be your offense. I know this is an offensive driven league, but your best defense cannot be your offense. Nope. Because your defense, when you're playing, that's why the Chargers went in there and beat them. The Chargers went in there and beat them based upon their defense. Because mind yeah. Justin Herbert didn't have the greatest game. He nope. had a good game, a good but game. it wasn't yeah. his greatest performance right. thus far of the season. But the defense who stepped in, guys like Joey Bosa, guys like Drew Tranquil, guys like like Derwin James mm-hmm. and Nazir Adderley and the rest of those boys that came in there and handled their business. That is why they were successful at Arrowhead. And if the Chargers go ahead, I said this before, the Chargers go ahead and sweep the Kansas City Chiefs, mm. split with the Raiders more than likely because depending on where the seating is at the, the last game yeah. in Week 17, yep. if they can sweep the Broncos, the Chargers can win this division. It's Easy. absolutely attainable. I, it, it's very much attainable. The, the the thing I've liked, though, about the whole thing with the Chiefs, every week it's either Pat Mahomes' brother or now his fiance <laughs> spewing at the mouth, talking about, the ref screwed us. Come on now. Yeah, the she ref, got diarrhea of the jaw. Yeah, and, and, and Pat Mahomes just got to be sitting there like, just can both of y'all shut the hell up, please? Like, don't embarrass me. You know, his brother squirting water on, on Ravens late. fans. Man, it's going on, but hey, this is good for the league, man. I, 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 there's, there's nothing that's predictable right now, and and that's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, it, it, it's it, if you're a betting person, it sucks because you don't know <laughs> where where it lies. But right. I think Buffalo. I mean, watching Buffalo, watching the Chargers, you know, even watching the Cleveland Browns. I mean, when you watch yeah. what Baker Mayfield has done in in in, in two close games against the, the Chiefs and against the, the Chargers mm-hmm. on Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, there's potential there. They may be missing a wide receiver. They may be missing, <clears throat> excuse me, um, somebody maybe a, 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 in, in, in interior defense. Yeah. Obviously, they have they didn't have Davion Clowney on Sunday because he was injured. But right. they, 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 to me, I think the Browns are a wide receiver away from really getting to the, where they need to get to, and so that's going to be scary moving forward for the Browns. So I think they're moving in the right direction. I like the defense. I like the secondary with JJ um, and and Troy Hill that yeah. they came over from the Rams. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the AFC. The AFC is wide open. To me, wide I still open. think in the NFC, I still think it's up to the the, the Chargers, I mean, excuse me, the, the Rams, um, the Buccaneers. I did say the Green Bay Packers, but damn, I, they I hate barely to say won it. that game, bro. And I'm I'm gonna throw up in my mouth when I say this, but <laughs> maybe the Cowboys. Oh it's our year. I gotta go to I gotta go to break, y'all. I'll be right back. This is the morning. This is TMA with Nick Hamilton on SiriusXM Slam Radio 145. I gotta go. This is SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. 
avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see why it's a bad idea to do that? I didn't bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You get that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good thing nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometime. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities, and there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can, and the word don't is the word do, and the word won't is the word one, and in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, you know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. 
All right, so our final segment of the show. Welcome back to TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA and also follow me at Nightcast Media at nightcastmedia.com. That's N-I-T-E-C-A-S-T-M-E-D-I-A.com. Your gateway to sports, pop culture, community, tech, and more. All right, y'all, I had to go get me some Listerine and rinse my mouth out from the previous segment because Lord knows I had to say the Cowboys were actually going to possibly do something. And that, like I said, it caused me to throw up in my mouth. Anyway, speaking of teams doing something, the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are definitely in this series, I mean, had a dramatic finish against the St. Louis Cardinals in the wild card playing uh, game, which I was there for last week. It was epic. If you if you weren't at Dodger Stadium, I don't know if you could feel it through the television screen, but damn it, it was rocking and rolling the entire time. And nobody gave up on the Dodgers, no matter what their deficit was. They went into San Francisco, laid an egg, which was probably a given because of all they put in. As I explained to you in the last segment, what I saw from the Las Vegas Aces, the same thing I saw from the L.A. Dodgers. They poured so much into that that game against the St. Louis Cardinals. They probably <clears throat> were just gassed being that they had a quick turnaround on Friday night uh, against the San, the San Francisco Giants. But Saturday, thanks to some lineup changes by Dave Roberts, Cody Bellinger, have we seen the return of Cody Bellinger? Because he was smacking the pitching staff all the way across McCovey Cove up in San Francisco. I mean, everybody contributed. And the one person that has remained consistent throughout this series, but quietly, has been Mookie Betts. Wookie Betts is connected at the plate when he was when his number was called. And when you look at the rest of this Dodgers team, yes, they're missing a huge piece in Max Muncy, because I do believe Max Muncy, hopefully he may be able to come back if the Dodgers happen to make it to the World Series. Maybe he can come back. I mean, I know Dave Roberts mentioned that early on uh, about a week or so ago when Max Muncy sustained that injury at first. But when I saw what I saw a couple of days after the injury, and his, his elbow looked like it was two elbows connected to him. And that's how swollen it looked. I don't know if he's going to return at all this season. It's great to have optimism, but let's be realistic. I don't expect Max Muncy to be back in the lineup at any time, no matter where the, how far the Dodgers go this season. If he does, it'd be a, a sheer miracle. It'd be another Kirk Gibson type of moment for the Dodgers if he does happen to be in the World Series and can connect uh, the way that we saw Kirk Gibson connect back in 88. But this team really is rocking and rolling the way they need to go. Um to a Dodger stadium now, one under the belt so far. So it's going to be an interesting series, the best out of five. And I do believe the Dodgers have enough to get to the NLCS. Now, whether that be against the Atlanta Braves or the Milwaukee Brewers, I'm personally pulling for the Braves for my own personal reasons because I want to be able to go to the A-Town. I don't want to go to Milwaukee. What the hell is it to do in Milwaukee? I just want to know. Somebody in Milwaukee, please tweet me. Or hit me up on Instagram. Because I don't know what's in Milwaukee. I know what's in the A. There's a lot of activity. Because there's two different A's. There's two different Atlantas. I know which Atlanta I'm going to. And I tell you what. There's plenty of activity to go around. But before we get to that that point. They got to beat the, the, the hated ones known as the San Francisco Giants. And I do think this is going to be a contested series. I say it was going to be a contested series because both of these games, both of these teams were separated by one game in the regular season. So I'm eagerly anticipating that the Dodgers come out on top. Um, I want to see the Dodgers go far. I think they can. I think if they get 
past the NLCS, they're going to go to the World Series. They're going to win a ring. I don't give a damn who's there for the American League. And I know the White Sox are playing outstanding ball right now. The Red Sox are playing some good ball, as much as I hate to say it. Um, but I don't care who in the AL is coming. The Dodgers are the team to beat. They make it to the NLCS. They win in the NLCS. They are the team to beat. And the Dodgers would have home field advantage in the World Series, which is great for them because if it goes down to a game six and game seven, you want to be at home with those energetic Dodger fans that come into the game and that are there from from before the game to well after the game. That's the type of fan base you want. So I got the Dodgers going to the World Series. You can book it right here. And if they don't, I'm going to be pissed off. So the next show you hear, I'm going to be I'm going to be extremely pissed and I will criticize where it's necessary. You can bet your bottom dollar on that. Now I'm hungry. I've got to bring in my man, Jake Warner, engineer extraordinaire, producer. What's going on, man? Yo, back. I'm back, baby. First of all, I want to make sure I give you your, your roses right now. You know, we we're talking about that earlier. We're going to give you your roses, Nick. You deserve your roses, baby. And I'm here hey, to give I'm going to take them. Take them I all. appreciate that. I'm going to take them. I'm going to sign the pink slip, and I'm going to go ahead and take my roses right now <laughs> from the Amazon, man. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. But yes. Hey, man. man. What's up? I'm ready. You ready for this brunch, man? Man, let's, let's get down. I'm hungry. Let's go. All right. So, as we mentioned earlier, you know, I love my Chargers, baby. Love my Chargers. Four and one Chargers. We're watching Justin Herbert emerge as one of the top-notch quarterbacks and over the years, we've seen how great Pat Mahomes has been as well. But um, are people overlooking the greatness of Mahomes and crowning Herbert a little too quickly right now? I think so. I think they are. I think because most people are prisoners of the moment. We see yes. how great Justin Herbert has been playing in the last couple of games. And we see, as we mentioned earlier, not as great as Pat Mahomes has played. But you can't negate the fact of what Pat Mahomes has brought to the game. He pretty much changed the dynamic of the position to a degree. Oh, yeah. And with his, with his athleticism – his 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 field vision and also the man is a Super Bowl champion. Like Justin Herbert has yet to sniff the draws of a Super Bowl <laughs> at this point of his career. Now that may change this season. It may change yes. next season. Who knows? But he's definitely on. He his trajectory is definitely moving towards that direction of getting in his team into a Super Bowl to compete for a championship. But until that day happens, you cannot overlook what Pat Mahomes has brought to the game and continues to bring to the game. And the one thing about Pat Mahomes, we can say what you want, but the man knows how to bounce back yes, from, he a, does. From, a, from, a, from a loss. He knows how to bounce back from a bad bad drive. We've seen him in games where he's had bad drives and he's come back in the last two to three minutes mm-hmm. and t- taken his team on to victory. So you can't negate that fact. Not to say that Justin Herbert can't do the same thing because we watched him the last couple of weeks do some, some similar things as far as bringing his team back. But he is not there as of yet. Right. Is he on his way? Absolutely. But it's a little different being at the event versus being outside of the event. Yes. And Justin Herbert is trying to get inside the event while Pat Mahomes already has a seat in the VIP section. And, and the thing is, I think we have not seen the best of Pat Mahomes just yet. We've seen some greatness, but the best is yet to come. He has many years. Everybody, every superstar is going to have an off year. Hell, Tom Brady's had a few off years, very few, but that's going to happen. You know, Justin Herbert's going to be box office, but it's not his time yet. Pat Mahomes is still running the league. The beauty of this is that we get to see these two quarterbacks go back and forth in the same division. I love it. That's, 
that's big time to me. Absolutely. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to these these two battling each other's defenses and going back and forth and seeing who racks up the most numbers. And they're both young, so we're going to see a lot of that for many years to come. So I'm excited about that for sure. Now, the WNBA revealed that according to its fan base, the Phoenix Mercury star Diana Taurasi was named the GOAT of the league. Do you agree or disagree and why? I agree and disagree. Okay. And I say that I say that because of this. I disagree she is the GOAT. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree that she's one of the GOATs. Right. But we're not going to sit up here and totally forget about Cynthia Cooper. Yeah. We're not going to forget about Lisa Legend, a.k.a. Lisa Leslie. <laughs> we're not going to forget about, I mean, this Maya Moore. Oh, we just we really just gonna forget about Maya Moore. Yeah, right. She's got four. She's got four championships. Four rings. <laughs> she's won on every single level of the game of basketball that you can imagine, domestically as well as internationally. Yes. From high school to college to the WNBA to overseas when she played in China. Yes. Okay. So we're not gonna negate the fact of what what Maya Moore has meant to the game on the court as well as the great things that she's doing off the court. Which but I we're think is simply, more more valuable, right? To me. Yeah. But if we're gonna simply just talk about on court. Yes. attributes mm-hmm. we're not going to forget about maya Moore. absolutely okay? not so the great things i mean sue bird yes diana tarazi yep. i think diana tarazi is definitely one of the goats absolutely, absolutely. she's the white mom before a reason <laughs> yes. kobe named her the white mom yes, before a reason yes he did okay she has done as i said earlier in the show she has done some tremendous things for the game of basketball on the domestic and the international level when she's played for team usa right but to call her the entire GOAT, no. what fan base were you guys polling? <laughs> I don't get it. And, and little known fact that you may not know, I was engineering the Sparks radio broadcast when Lisa Leslie got her 5,000th point. I was in the house for that. And I, you can't leave her out of the discussion. So I, I'm with you on that, agreeing and disagreeing. I rock with the West Coast, even though oh, Diana, yeah, yes. Diana's from the Diana's from the West. She she grew up in Chino. Yep. But Lisa, she grew up in Inglewood, went to Morningside High. We if you yes. saw Asia Wilson during the the the, the playoffs, yeah. she she wore the jersey dress of the Monarchs, and a lot of people didn't know. And I posted, I said, dude, that's the hundred and one point scoring. Yep. Legend herself, Lisa Leslie at at Morningside High School in Inglewood. People are what what jersey is that? <laughs> it's the Morningside High jersey, the Monarchs. Put respect on that jersey. Put respect on that name. From Inglewood. That's right. Yeah. The Wood. Up to 100, 101 points Re- in a game. Recognize that. <laughs> More than Will Chamberlain did in any game. That's for sure. Hello. <laughs> All right. Last part of our brunch. This guy. Every time I see his name, I always think something's going down. <laughs> For you hockey heads out there, the NHL revealed last week that Evander Kane, Evander Kane was being investigated, again, for <laughs> a possible violation of NHL COVID protocols. He's being investigated after allegations, allegedly allegations, that he used a fake COVID-19 vaccination card. If he's found guilty, Nick, what the hell should happen to this guy? Damn it, man. I was really <laughs> pulling for Evander Kane because I thought he was on that setup. You know, his wife was, was trying to set him up on, yep. on the nonsense. Uh-huh. Then you get it's like you can't escape trouble. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you signed a huge seven-year deal. Yeah. Right. 
You only what year three, year two, year three of the deal? Yep. What is wrong with you? And just got out of all that crap with Vegas. What, what wait, wait, wait. I always believe where there's some where there's smoke, there may be some fire. <laughs> Why would you even be associated with having a fake vaccination card? Dude, just go get the test or don't. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, go get the vaccine or don't. You don't need to fake it. First of all, it's a federal offense, which I'm glad it is. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. Yep. Okay. So the alphabet boys is watching. Number one. <laughs> number two, if it is determined that he is having a fake vaccination card, number one, dude, you're endangering not only yourself, but you're endangering others that you are around. Yep. Two, you deserve to go to jail. <laughs> three, the NHL should suspend you for at least half a season minimum. without pay. Minimum. Minimum. Because, again, you are endangering other players who have been vaccinated, mm-hmm. who are also around their families. And some, of the, and, and mind you, these guys have children. Yep. They're around their children who cannot get vaccinated because of their age groups and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're making them susceptible to possibly passing it along because yep. you guys are on the ice and you guys are, you know, going back and forth and probably seeing each other, you know, after the post game in the lot, you know, as you guys are crossing locker rooms or yep, what have you. Exactly. And this, uh, this thing has already been proven that you can pass and with the new mutations is you don't know how you could pass it. Yep. So to have a fake vaccination card, <laughs> bro, I have, I have no respect for that. Nope. No. And I, and I can't, and I can't respect that. And I hope they throw the book at you. If, if, if that is true. Now, if it's found that it's not true and somebody tried to set you up again, Bro, I suggest you pick some better friends and some better people to be around. I was about to say somebody, that. somebody is trying, somebody is trying their hardest to destroy you. And I don't know what kind of bad energy you have around you, but maybe you need to go get you some sage. Go get your <laughs> your your your, your, cho- your chakra is off. Maybe you don't get get you a spiritual advisor. I don't know what it is, but man, you better tighten up because you you out here shaking like a stripper. <laughs> yeah, man, this guy just finds trouble. It's like you just got out of a scandal. You got a nice. Guaranteed fat contract. Just lay low. Play the game. Have your fun on a low. Do whatever you do outside of the rink. But don't endanger people's lives just for the sake of not having to go through getting the vaccination. You know, I I respect people that don't want to do it. And I respect people that want to do it. But I don't respect people endangering lives just because you're doing a selfish act. And that is our brunch, my brother. Well, thank you so much. Jake Warner, a.k.a. Big Brother Jake. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. That is our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you miss any portion of this broadcast, make sure you download and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. That's iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, everywhere where you can get fine podcasts like this for free 99. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA and on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213. Also, down, subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, at youtube.com slash NH Experience TV. Make sure you follow my man Jake Warner, aka Big Brother Jake, on all social media platforms at Big Brother Jake. Until next week, take care, stay sharp, be safe in the air and on the ground. We'll talk to you next week. The views and opinions expressed on TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose, are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.